0: All right, guys. Here we are—the first podcast of Disking Around. This is going to be very much of a test. I have never done this before. Well, I kind of did it once, but it was uh, not very good, and it was a long time ago. But this is going to be the first podcast of the twenty twenty of Diskin' Around, guys. Hopefully, you guys enjoy it and want to stay tuned and want to keep seeing these episodes. But I think the first thing first is let's just talk about what we're going to be doing and what the goal of this podcast is for. So right now, as many of you guys know, I'm actually in college right now. So I'm in one of the quiet study rooms filming this. So hopefully it's quiet enough to film. Hopefully there's not enough background noise and hopefully no one walks in here, but we're just gonna keep pushing through that. But I'm hopefully doing it once a week or every other week, something around there, keeping it pretty consistent. And I'm just gonna be talking hopefully around 30 minutes, 20, 30 minutes, if you guys want more, obviously I guess there's nothing wrong with doing more. Uh, my goal is to post this on Spotify, SoundCloud, It'll be on the JK Disco website, and I'll post it on YouTube, as well as maybe some highlight clips. I don't know for sure about highlight clips because if it is only a 30 minute podcast, I don't know if it makes sense to have just basically like three or four highlights. It just seems more, make more sense if you guys would just watch the whole thing. But I know, I mean, people just want to watch certain things, so maybe I can just cut that up and talk a little bit. As of right now, I said I am in college, so I do not have a video way of recording yet. It is just me and just me <laughs> sitting in this room talking, so there is no video to go along with the podcast, which I think is okay because really a podcast is meant to be listened to, not watched. I'm sorry if you guys don't like that, but later on I think when I post it on YouTube, there will also be a video with it as well, not just me talking. But for now, I wanted to make sure that I'm posting this more on soundcloud and my website and spotify places where you guys can listen to more than just watch as i have other videos where you guys can watch and that i have made before so that's pretty much my goal guys um hopefully you guys enjoy it um hopefully you guys like it um but here i think we're gonna go talking and (laughs) we're just gonna get to talking about things so i have a little bit of a list that i want to talk to i can scratch off the intro on my to-do list but we're gonna go down to the most anticipated disc golfers of 2020, guys. Because there's a lot. There's a lot of things going on in 2020. And there's a lot of things that are going to be changed. And there's going to be, I think, a lot more action than we're used to. And it's super exciting to just be able to experience. So I think my my most anticipated disc golfer is going to be Nicola Castro. And I don't know if that's going to be very well liked or if people are going to have the same response to me, but Nicola Castro in 2019 was unsponsored. He had no disc manufacturer affiliate, maybe Gateway, he kind of had a sponsor, but it was more just him having family connections and he putted with the Wizards, but it was no serious contract. So going into 2020, and I think for a little bit beyond, let me actually have it pulled up here, for two years, so through 2021, Nico is going to be on West Side Discs throwing Trilogy Plastic. I don't know how many people thought this was going to happen. I definitely was not expecting him to go to trilogy i don't know why i maybe that's just me being a little bit ignorant or naive but i would have thought that he would have went to somewhere like innova or i mean disc crouch has been signing a bunch of people i wouldn't have been surprised to see if he went there but i i think it's a good good pickup for west side they don't really have that one big name i think nico is someone well recognized and someone well liked in the community and i think he fits perfectly in the west side disc and the trilogy disc lineup especially since they're losing more of their face i would say dynamic discs lost their face i know that west side and dynamic aren't directly related they aren't directly the same but they're still part of the same family so again maybe i'm a little naive i don't know too many people on west side and maybe i should have looked that up but i know nico was definitely going to be the big face of it he released uh an in the bag not too long ago and he's throwing over 20 molds i don't know if that's just because he's trying to, still trying to figure everything out i don't know how long he's known that he's going to be with west side but to me it seems like one of the most Nico Lacastro things to bag as many discs as he did because if you didn't know before he just could throw whatever he wanted so he had a fat stack of discs in his bag i was at worlds and i remember watching his caddy he had that bag filled to the brim it was almost like discs were falling out and it was from basically every manufacturer will any manufacturer that you can think of he had definitely had in the bag so I know that there was some um trilogy disc and some disc from Westside side that were the same I know he's throwing a fury he's throwing a senus a couple other things I think his um he's got that uh, cool little Nico stamp that's gonna go on I think on the tournament uh, fortress X I think that's what it's called um and then thinking about it i don't know i'm not too familiar with west side disc plastic but i know nico is more of that overstable plastic kind of guy i don't know if it's going to fit his style i'm assuming it is i'm assuming he's going to figure these discs out and he's going to make big moves going into 2020 so that would be my biggest anticipated disc golfer um i'm putting emerson keith as well on this list because um he was not someone that i really was expecting in Uh, the world to do as well as he did but man he just put out a great performance i i was very surprised and i think it was awesome because i don't think he is he was looked at as one of the top guys and he just showed everyone up he was just went out there did his thing i think he kind of fell apart uh, more towards the end which is definitely i mean it's not okay but it's it's not something that he's a situation he's been in all that much, but I think going on in 2020, he's going to show everyone that he's meant to be there and he's just, he's going to make some big moves. And I'm very excited to watch him play and I'm very excited to see him do big things. Another person who did very well at Worlds and I think this one was more expected was Kevin Jones. Uh, Last year was his first year as Prodigy so he's going to be stepping into at least a little bit of more familiar discs and a more familiar bag so hopefully in 2020 he can figure everything out and he can actually make more pushes which is super exciting because I really want him to perform very well because he's someone that I really enjoy and I think he's doing some great things for the community as well as push Prodigy discs even higher and i don't know if prodigy discs is looked at in such a great light which is kind of disappointing because i think we should look at every company as um doing some great things for our community and for the sport and i think prodigy is almost looked down upon i don't know why that is because they've had some good players i the one that stands out to me is obviously will strew and he was very good at a point he was killing it obviously not as well anymore through some injuries But I think Kevin Jones adding to that and becoming more of the face is amazing. I think he's going to do some great things for Prodigy, and hopefully 2020 he does some awesome things for our sport as well. He's someone that I just really look up to. He's someone that I think is going to kind of emerge on the scene, and I can't wait to see that happen. As well, I think we can just put some easy players uh, on this anticipated disc golfers list. We can obviously scratch off Eagle, Simon, Ricky. These are people that we expect to do big things every single year. The one that I really want to see perform well is Simon. I I think he's almost looked down as performing the least out of them all, which is kind of sad because he does some great things. And I think with his YouTube channel, he's pushing the sport more than any of those guys, which is awesome. He's doing great things for the community. And that's something that we love in our disc golfers because the big thing in disc golf is grow the sport. And I think with social media and YouTube especially is the best way to do that. So I think Simon is someone that I would love to see do some great things, throw some far drives because we know that it's what he's known for. And I think that seeing him do very good is just something that the sport needs just so we can just, he hasn't really done good before. And I, I shouldn't say that, he's amazing. He's a good disc golfer, one of the best, but he hasn't won like, A worlds or usdgc or something like huge like that and i think him winning that would just be amazing as well as eagle but i think just those two crush boys should really dominate 2020 season i'm very excited to see them do that as well i'm very sorry for uh making it seem like i was putting simon down simon Lazad is actually my favorite disc golfer so i love him he's doing everything great and i really just want to see him perform very well because he's more than capable of doing that I'm also going to put Paige Pierce on this list because I think it's very much anticipated to see how her bag is going to be moving to Discraft. I think we can talk about that in a little bit more about her move and how how she's going to transition from dynamic disc to Discraft, but I think many people are going to be looking at her to try to make more runs. She is a five-time world champion and I think that many people are going to be hoping she can win her sixth and if she can still do that moving to a different manufacturer i think she's going to be fine i think it was a big surprise that she moved but like i said we'll talk about that later on and then the last person on my most anticipated disc golfers list is brody smith i'm sure every disc golfer and their mom has heard about brody smith trying to take disc golf serious i think 2020 is going to be that year where we're going to see is he actually gonna be a good disc golfer? Can he make that tra- transition from throwing ultimate discs for 10 years or more of his life to throwing a disc golf disc? Cause if you're unfamiliar with ultimate and how you throw a backhand especially, it's a completely different throwing motion. And ultimate you almost, or you do want to round and in disc golf you don't want any rounding in your form at all cause that creates what we typically think of as a grip lock and it just doesn't, it hurts your accuracy a lot. So it's something that he's going to have to break a lot of muscle memory for, and is it going to be something easy he can do, or is it going to take some time? I'm not sure, but as well as his forehand should be pretty much the same as ultimate, as well as his, I think the putt is going to be fairly similar as well. So that's just, um, this is something that I want to talk a little bit more about is Brody Smith and just focus in on him. I think that Brody is um, a great guy. I think he's going to do very much good things for the sport. Through social media, he has two million subscribers on YouTube, uh, almost a million subscribers on Instagram or followers on Instagram, and I think that just him pushing out content is going to grow the sport to people who hasn't who haven't played before, and to that ultimate people, he can show that disc golf is something that is actually still competitive. It's for something that people to try out. I think he's just going to be someone who can push the sport to a level where maybe we can't before because he's someone who already has an established background. It's a little bit easier to grow and to share something to some, someone who already has followers instead of trying to build from zero. And that's kind of what disc golf has been trying to do for a very long time. Is we've gotten these people like Paul Macbeth, Simon Lazat, Eagle, trying to build a following and trying to spread that is, to a non-disc golfers is kind of hard because they don't really have an appeal. They're not appealing to anyone outside of disc golf. Brody Smith, however, has been making trick shot videos. He's been making ultimate frisbee disc or go- er, videos. He's been making golf videos. He already has many different followers from many different backgrounds, and that he's all going to be making content towards disc golf, and that might drive away people from his following, or that might bring in these people into thinking, hey, this is something that I might want to do. So Brody Smith going into disc golf, he is now going to be representing discraft. I think a lot of people actually would have thought this one because of he he had the buzz uh he actually talked about on the disc golf podcast that he wasn't affiliated with disc craft with that buzz at all it was actually more disc store which i didn't know and that was the reason i thought he was going to be part of disc craft but i think that he, it's a great fit they are the number one uh manufacturers of ultimate frisbee so we kind of already had a background and was in touch with disc craft but i think it's a pretty good fit they're trying to do a lot of social media stuff and I think that's where Brody Smith has to focus right now is his social media as well as trying to get better because he has practiced with Paul, Simon, Drew, Emerson. I've seen definitely a lot of posts and I think that's exactly what he needs to do is practice with pros if he's trying to be a pro because they're gonna be able to stop his bad habits right away right at the source instead of him down the road creating these bad habits and been practicing these bad habits as a lot of newer disc golfers do and it's harder to break habits once you already have established them now we have already talked about he might already have a bad habit with rounding but i think it's going to be something that he's going to be able to kind of just get rid of fairly quickly just because i know that he he has said that he's practiced a lot he's been putting a lot of hours on the course which is awesome it's something really really great to hear to for him to be on the course and loving the sport because that's something that we all I think share in common we all love disc golf and it's something awesome for someone else and someone with already a following to love the sport as much as we do and he said that he's loved it he has a burning passion for it and that's what drives him is that passion and I'm excited to see how he's gonna do how he's gonna perform is he gonna be a stud right off the bat I'm gonna go out on a limb and say no because that's just not something that happens he might be a natural at Frisbee, and it may be over time that may develop a, a good player, but I'm going to say right now in 2020, is he going to go out there, and are we going to see him in top 10 Worlds? No. I'm very hopefully, I'm, I really hope that I'm wrong, but I just don't think I am, just because it, it's just going to be hard for him to bounce right away into disc golf. I'm not saying he can't do it, but I don't think it's going to be now. But I think a couple years down the road, I would not be surprised if we see his name up there in some big tournaments, and I really hope I do. And I really hope Brody Smith keeps doing this and keeps grinding and just elevates our sport to the next level that we maybe haven't seen it before at. Now we're going to talk about a little bit of sponsorship switches, because I know there's been a lot of things happening in this offseason. We've touched on it a little bit, but I think we're going to go a little bit more in-depth. So we're going to talk about a little bit of some sponsorships, some staying the same, some being drastically different. So we can talk about Kristen Tatar. Oh. Sorry, had a little bit of technical difficulties. It wouldn't be the first podcast if we didn't have any difficulties. But Kristen Tatar is going to extend her Latitude 64 contract for another three years, as well as Emerson and Albert and Silver, uh, Albert Tom, sorry, and Silver Lap. I think that's how you pronounce it they're from sweden i believe and yeah <laughs> they are all great players and they're going to be a good addition to lat- latitude 64. they're going to be pushing the latitude into more of a higher stance and i really hope they do because i think they're, that building more um, teams up to having more pristine players is something that this sport needs and i'm really excited to see how these people perform in 2020 now drew gibson this one was a little bit surprising to a lot of people this is a little bit old news so i'll just touch on it a little bit he was innova and he made a post pretty much when he signed with innova i think two years ago maybe three something like that when he moved from dynamic and back to innova he said i will be with innova until i'm done playing disc golf and once he made that uh once he said i'm i'm not gonna be sponsored by innova i think the disc golf community was very surprised Because no one really says that bold of a statement and then goes back on it, because then you're kind of looked at as a hypocrite. But he is signed with Infinite Discs, which is an Innova affiliate. So he's still working with Innova. He isn't directly sponsored, but he's still working with them, which is awesome. I think Drew is a great player. He's doing great things for the sport. And I think this Infinite Discs sponsorship is going to be very good for him, because he's going to be able to throw a mixed bag and that he's gonna be able to push content out. It seems that Drew is someone who's also gonna be part of this YouTube uh, scene, and I really hope he does, because I think that's something that Disc Golf needs, is more, I would say, vloggers or more content creators, because that's something that we're lacking. We have the post-round coverage, we have some podcasts, but we don't really have many pros uh, recording. We have Eagle sometime making vlogs, we now have Simon, we have Paul or Hannah making the videos, And I think if more disc golfers do that, it's an easier way to grow the sport. And I think that's something, part of the mentality that we're lacking is that social media background. And I think that's something that disc golf needs to keep pushing if we're going to be even greater. So he's moving to Infinite Discs. He's made a couple different posts. Oh, also he's working with Legacy Discs because he has a sort of a his connection with steve rico and they have for a long time so he's going to be partnered with legacy discs as well as having his own stamp through them which is awesome i think working with companies like that who maybe don't have the biggest presence is awesome just helping out the community even more and that's something that disc golf really i think needs and then it's something that. Maybe we don't look at down at them like I said we were talking. Maybe we look down at Prodigy. I think Legacy is also another one of those where we look down at, and it's something that we don't need, and I think we need to eliminate from our sport is looking down on different different companies for whatever reason because we're all playing the same sport, we're all doing what we love, and I think that is just it's almost rude to just discredit a company. But enough talking about that. Sorry. Uh, jordan castro leaves dynamic disc or i don't know if he decided to leave or if he was just kicked off because dynamic disc has made the statement where they're not going to be sponsoring as many people because they want to make sure they're paying and paying um like with money (laughs) and paying more attention to their players because i think that's something that maybe disc golf needs and paul mcbeth has even said uh is that the company shouldn't sponsor and pay a lot of uh, an abundant amount of players because it almost discredits the their more pristine players because they're not getting paid enough and why should they want to be part of that company if they're making not as much to make a living? So I think that I don't know if Jordan Castro fits in this category or if he left for different reasons. Maybe he was getting paid, offered more somewhere else. But like I said, that was just what Dynamic Disc put out or Jeremy Rusco put out as a statement. So Jordan Castro is going to be joining MVP, which is awesome. Because MVP has their face, which I would I would say is their face, is Saez si, um, Elmore. He's awesome. He's someone that I love to watch. He's a very interesting guy. He's very good at disc golf. And he was the face of MVP. And I think with Jordan Castro, he's going to be maybe a co, co-face or a co, co-captain or something high in the MVP category because he is someone who has an interesting backstory. If you don't know about Jordan Castro, he was very, very much obese. And I think that's okay to say, I know it sounds very harsh, but he is very, he's doing very good right now. He's lost a lot of weight and he's just doing very good for himself. And I think that that kind of can appeal to people, maybe not as much, but I think that it is very much an interesting story that can separate him from just a nonchalant player. So I think him joining MVP is something awesome. And I think that he's going to be doing good things in 2020 as well. And I really hope he does because, like I said, he does have a very interesting story. I already talked about Nico Lacastro leaving, I think, basically Gateway or an unsponsored in 2019 and joining West Side Disc. That's awesome. I hope he does good this year. And I really wouldn't be surprised if he steps up. Now, the most interesting move in the offseason so far, I would say, is Paige Pierce opting out of her disc mania or not disc mania dynamic disc contract now this this opens up a lot of different opportunities to kind of i don't really know what the right word is but to bring up conversation is she left a contract now to me that brings up how binding are these contracts if she can just opt out did she have to talk and kind of force her way out of it or can she literally just say i'm done because in professional sports, if we think about baseball, a player can't just say, I'm done, I want to go to a different team. But in our eyes, it kind of looks that way. Because there's no way Dynamic Discs would have wanted Paige Pierce to leave. She's the face of Dynamic Discs. And I think that it's just something strange to see her let go. I mean, as far as our fans noticing, we don't really get to see the insides of everything. But it seemed like Dynamic Oh, I keep saying... Oh, no, Dynamic Disc. Oh, I keep tripping myself out. It seems like Dan, Dynamic Discs has, like, a family persona around them. And it seemed like she was doing good with them. Obviously, we, we don't get the inside perspective, but it was just a very surprising thing. Now, her joining Discraft, however, is not surprising. We don't know how long the contract is. It just says multi-year contract. I would not be surprised if she spends the rest of her career there because, obviously, it looks like Discraft is... Uh, giving a lot of money out and they're supporting their players very well it seems obviously they picked up Paul Macbeth and Paige Pierce both five-time world champions so they're in their eyes they're doing very well and I think through the community they're they're making definitely good moves and their players because now they have Paul Macbeth who already has such a large following not only because he's pretty much the best disc golfer but he's a five-time world champion now you have Paige pierce who again is a five-time world champion and you pick up Brody smith who already has such a big following this is going to make them sell more discs it's going to have more opportunity for players to come in and throw disc craft plastic it's just such a they're making such good moves in in a, a fan standpoint and i think they're going to be doing very well for themselves and i think right now innova pretty much dominates the uh, the sale game and i wouldn't be surprised if we're going to see Discraft slowly start creeping up on innova and selling even more discs because they just have right now it just they have so many different big names and I would say they have the biggest names in disc golf right now and it's they're just doing very much very good things for the sport and they're patting themselves on the back with adding more and more players now the last thing that I really want to touch on is Paul Macbeth's injury we've got a little bit of an update on it so in the US D G C obviously Paul Macbeth did not perform well at all, and I think that's safe to say, even he will admit that was the first time he didn't cash almost since the beginning of his professional scene. Now Paul Macbeth says that he fractured something in his ankle, and we were very we didn't know what was gonna happen. We were basically looking at it as he's he's done for all of 2020, or is he done for half of 2020? Well, Paul Macbeth has said that right now they are avoiding surgery. The doctor says he will not need surgery, and that is something very thankful for because we don't know how much longer he would have been out with surgery, but without having surgery, he says that he could miss maybe four weeks into the season. He might be back in the beginning of the season. And I won't be surprised if he's at there, the Las Vegas challenge, making a move at the at first place, because that's just something that Paul Macbeth does. He literally just goes out there and wins. He has such a killer mindset. He's obviously called McBeast for a reason. He doesn't like to lose. And if he's going to put himself on the court, he's going to put himself in position to win. And I'm very excited to see him going into 2020, making moves, hopefully fully healthy. He's had other injuries that he's had to deal with basically his whole career, but he's just someone that I love to watch. He's someone that a lot of people love to watch. And I don't think that 2020 season would be as spectacular without him, because he's just someone who pushes the scene. He just makes, I think, the disc golf uh, scene more competitive because people really want to beat him, and it's such a it's like a great thing to see people beat him. So I hope that he's healthy in time for Worlds because I think he's someone who will push a lot of people to play better at Worlds, and to see if he can actually con- uh, take his 6th World Championship would be something that I, I think a lot of disc golfers want to see. As much as we, we want to see someone else win, I think watching uh, Paul play is just another sight to see. Especially seeing him play live, it, he's just so incredible. Even all of them are. It's just amazing to uh, see these players play live. They can absolutely crush, and it's super, ex- super awesome to watch them play. Well, guys, it looks like we're over 20 minutes. I was gonna shoot for 30, but I don't want to just ramble. So, if you guys enjoyed the podcast, please let me know. Follow me on Instagram at jkdiscolf. Let me know what you guys want me to change. Let me know what you guys want me to talk about. If you want me to talk about only professional scene, if you want to talk me, if I, you guys want me to talk about something personal going on, just my thoughts of disc golf, my opinions on things. Just let me know at jkdiscolf. I'm open to everything. I'm open to new ideas. I'm Hopefully this comes out good. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it as well because that's really what I'm doing this for is to push out more content and for you guys to just enjoy more disc golf because it's something that I like and I know that a lot of disc golfers enjoy more disc golf because who doesn't love disc golf? Especially in the winter when you maybe you can't go out as much, Just being able to just listen or watch disc golf is just something that I love to do and the more content the better guys so this was the first episode of Disking around hopefully you guys enjoyed if you guys want to see it weekly again let me know I'm down for whatever guys so just again um, feedback is something that I very much want so if you guys could just um, DM me or just somehow get in contact with me my at is at JK guys Thank you so much for watching. This is the first podcast. Hopefully, again, you guys enjoyed. I've been saying that a lot, but I really do hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, it was super fun to make. I'm really excited to make it even more. Uh, hopefully, I can come up with a little bit more topics, and maybe I can go a little bit longer or a little bit shorter if you guys don't want. But that's all I got, guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in to uh, Diskin Around. Hope you, hopefully, you guys enjoyed.